Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Haiku Chronicle podcast. I'm Patricia, your host, and I'm spending this year learning how to write haiku and sharing what I'm learning with you in the hope that together we can become better haiku poets. Or hiking palettes, as my autocorrect put it. I'm very disappointed in my choice of topic for today. I'll tell you why in a little while. I'll try not to rant, but I can't promise anything. We're also heading to the USA today to visit with Veronica Hosking, who will be taking us not to the desert where she lives, but to the seaside. I love the seaside. First off, though, let's start with some great news. Thank you very, very much for all your encouraging feedback from last week's podcast. It seems that the podcast specials, where a number of poets are featured, is very popular, not just for the haiku, but because we learn a little bit about each of the poets. One of my goals when I set out upon this podcasting journey was to develop a community of poets who spread the enjoyment of haiku, and it feels like we're getting there. So a big thank you to all of you who take part and send me submissions, messages and feedback. It's really appreciated. And just to remind you, the next topic is women. Submissions by the 20th of July, please. And you don't have to be a woman to send me a submission. It's lovely when during the course of my week I come across some haiku from my Haiku Chronicle friends which are published in a number of various publications. This week, I'd like to congratulate Giddy Nielsen-Sweep for featuring in Haiku Universe and Tim Gardner for his Haibun in Haibun Today. And you'll find the links on the Poetry P website. So, to my topic for today. If you remember in episode 27, I spoke about juxtaposition and my belief that it was a characteristic of haiku rather than a technique. Before I go on to discuss my technique of the day, which will be contrast, let's just have a reminder of Lee Gerger's definition of the characteristics of haiku. They are brevity, observations of nature, insight, humour, and I added juxtaposition. In my quest to write better haiku, I thought I'd dedicate some weeks to looking at the techniques we can use. I started this week with contrast because according to Jane Reichold, contrast is easy. She says, all one has to do is contrast images. And she offers this haiku as an example. Long hard rain hanging in the willows tender new leaves. Now, I don't know about you, but I feel cheated by this example. I don't feel that this is a clear contrast. I think this is more of a comparison than a contrast. They are two different images, yes, but both are about nature. They complement each other rather than contrast. To me, long hard rain reflects the shape of the leaves on the weeping willow tree. So, no, it's not a clear contrast. But perhaps I've missed something, and if so, please tell me. I know you will. So having read this, I continued searching and reading to find better examples or maybe definitions of contrast, which make it really clear how to use this technique. And I found a couple. The first one comes from The Way of Haiku. Their definition of contrast is this. Two images, juxtaposed, express a stark difference, producing a sense of irony. 
and they use the haiku by poet Yamaguchi Saishi. Summer grass, the wheels of a locomotive come to a stop. This is a clear contrast. Here you have nature and something man-made. So what's the irony? Well, here it's because the haiku uses the locomotive to detract from the beauty of nature, where normally a haiku would express the joy of nature. And the next example comes from Alan Summers, who I've mentioned before as someone I turned to for inspiration. I asked Alan if I could use this haiku, which I found on his blog. If you go to the blog, and the link obviously is on the show notes, you will see that it was featured by the haiku artist Kuniharu Shimizu. So do go and have a look. I found that it was a very convincing haiku, yet I believed that the haiku stands on its own. So here it is. Morning star, a can of cherry cola starts to fizz. Again, we see the contrast of nature and the man-made. To me, as I read and reread the haiku, the aha moment is a vision of the fizz from the can of cola, which look like little shining stars. Then if you look at the haiku, you can definitely see the contrast, which is brilliantly illustrated. I also have to take issue with Jane when she says that contrast is easy. I don't think it's easy at all. I've spent all week trying to put together a haiku which might come close to being successful with two very contrasting images. And so far, I don't think I'm doing very well. However, I'll let you be the judge of that. This is what I've managed so far. Tombstones. In a wheat field, red poppies. Riding my bike through the fields these days, I often see the red poppies dotting the fields of wheat. It reminds me of the fields of war in northern France, where the poppies at this time of year often grow on the sites of fields of war, marking the spots where many lost their lives. I don't know much about the history of the area in which I live, but I do know that way back in time, the good people of Zurich, indeed legend has it that it was the good women and children of Zurich, scared away the armies of Karl the Great. Could it be that my local poppies mark the graves of ancient peoples who fought over my beloved adopted city? I don't know. And so we head to the USA. Welcome back to Veronica Hosking, who we heard from in episode 17, and of course in our breakfast special, where she featured with her twin sister. As I said, Veronica lives in the desert in the US. Like myself, she's a mum who enjoys poetry. She's been published many times and was the poetry editor for Mamazina from 2006 to 2011. Today, however, we're joining Veronica on her holidays. Vacation by shore. Respite from our day-to-day struggle for each stroke. I found this a very clever haiku. The connection between the two images, for me, relied on the word stroke. Here was Veronica on vacation, which is intended to be a respite from our everyday lives. She describes our daily regime in line three as a struggle for each stroke, which it can be for so many people, whether because of ill health, poverty, or just hating what you're doing on a daily basis. It also contrasts two images, one of pleasure and the other of sadness or drudgery. 
I believe it falls into the technique category that we're covering today. Contrast. Do you find that this haiku resonates with you? It certainly did with me. Thank you very much, Veronica. And you can find out more about Veronica on her website. Link in the show notes. And join her on Twitter, at Hosking Poet, where, amongst other things, she takes part in the Haiku Challenge, which gives a word a day to use in a haiku or senryu. And so the podcast comes to an end today. I just wanted to remind you I'm still accepting submissions for the next podcast special on the topic of women. You have until the 20th of July. Don't be shy now. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's really lovely to have your company. I'll be back next week. See you then, and keep writing. You'll find all the links that I've mentioned on the website poetryp.com. If there's something you think is missing, just email me and I'll send you what you need. Bye.